Hello, my Soft Life fam, and welcome to the Soft Life Sunday podcast presented by Blended, your audio self-care guide for advice, trends, honest conversations, and more. I'm your host, Erica A., the founder of Blended, a wellness-focused body care brand making self-care a daily habit. The topic of today is journaling. I'm a big journaler. (laughs) I love journaling. Journaling is like my favorite thing to do. It's actually the first thing I do in the morning. Um, A lot of people don't know how to wind their brains down at night, so they like to do it at night. I'm more of a wake up with a thousand things on my mind type of girl, so I like journaling in the morning. Um, It is a 10 out of 10. I start every single journal with three things that I'm grateful for. It is my favorite thing to do. (laughs) Um, And I recommend you do it. I actually free write. I'm not really a prompt kind of girl. Um, but I do like a good prompt here or there. Sometimes I did get into this one moment where I really wasn't sure about what I wanted to write. And I knew I wanted to at least keep the habit of writing every day. So I did get into the habit of following some prompts. The prompts were actually really, really good. I do recommend them if you're kind of in that weird state of like, uh, I don't know, it's right. Um, But right now I'm kind of in a different era of journaling. I went from it being like a release for me and then it turned into something I wanted to make a daily practice and then it kind of became, it started to feel more like a chore, not something I did to kind of get things off of my mind. So now I'm at the stage of where journaling is more so when I need to write, I will write. I'm not making it kind of like a daily thing um, anymore. Well, kind of forcing myself to make it a daily thing. I'm not really doing that anymore, but I'm definitely still doing it on a consistent basis. I'm just trying to rework my habits so they don't feel like chores. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive into it. So like I said, today's topic is journaling. Well, more specifically, the benefits of journaling. So journaling has been around for ages in a lot of different forms. You have medical journals, academic journals, and so much more journals. There's a lot of journals. However, we're going to talk about the benefits of journaling for yourself, like I was just talking about. We know journaling isn't for everyone. I know a lot of people who say journaling is just not for me. I'm not into it. I'm not a writer. I don't see the benefits of getting my feelings out on paper. I even still challenge those people to say, hey, just try it. Like, give it a go. I know a lot. It's actually maybe it's a little biased, but I know a lot of guys who don't like journaling, which is interesting. And I'm like, you should just try it. <laughs> like, just give it a try. Like, maybe you should, like, stop talking to me and start writing. Like, you know? So I tell them all the time, maybe just give it a try. Um, but it still does have its positive effects on your mental health, regardless if you like it or not. That's why I still tell people to give it a try because it still has such a great effect on your mental health and your mental well being that I still tell people, just try it. Like, You don't even have to force yourself to do it. Maybe just say I'm going to do it like once a week, once a month, just to get some thoughts out of your mind and onto paper. I find that to be very, very helpful. Um, And it's also said to be very good for your brain as it boosts memory and comprehension along with increasing working memory capacity. So I'm going to speak a little bit about this. So 
this is actually really true. It does help boost brain memory because when you're writing things down, your brain remembers them more. And there was actually a study that I read a lot of years back, and it's the reason I only use blue pens, is because they say if you write things down in blue pen, you're more likely to remember them. Also, when you're writing things out, you get a better comprehension of how you're feeling because you can read it back and say, oh, wow. Okay, so this is actually what I really felt unfiltered. And this is, okay, it it helps you better understand or comprehend a situation that you're currently in um, when you put it out on paper. It's like when you were a kid and you had to write your math problem out. It helped you understand what the math problem was because you wrote it out. Essentially, it's the same thing with your feelings. You're writing it out and it helps you understand and gives you better comprehension on how something made you feel or where you are mentally or what you want to accomplish or helping you see a situation in a different light. Um, And also with increasing your working memory capacity. A lot of people say, I have bad memory. I can't remember anything. Writing definitely helps increase your working memory capacity in the way that it helps you kind of categorize. So I can say, oh yeah, I remember that happened. I wrote it in my journal like two weeks ago. It helps you recall and keep that memory capacity at a high level because you're constantly writing things down. And when you write things down, you're remembering them, which helps you increase the memory capacity that you have by remembering the things that you wrote that was a big circle I know if just listen to it tight twice I promise you it will make sense I promise you (laughs) but other than that I want to go into some more of the benefits of journaling just because a lot of people A lot of people love it and a lot of people say it's not for them. If you love it, then this this episode is just going to be kind of like a reminder of why you love it. If you're in between, this could definitely be a helpful way to kind of guide you back towards journaling. And then if you're kind of like, I'm not doing it, I want you to listen to this entire episode from start to finish because this one was meant for you. Okay, so. First up, it reduces stress and anxiety. Journaling lets you work through those anxious feelings and nonstop thoughts. Like I was saying, my nonstop thoughts are in the morning. They're not a nighttime. I can fall asleep, no problem. Throw in a good movie, turn on the fan, snuggle up under the covers, I'm gone. Like falling asleep isn't my issue. But in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, I gotta. It helps center me. So, It can definitely help you work through your anxious feelings and also kind of help you with the nonstop thoughts. Sometimes getting your thoughts down on paper makes them seem not as big. Sometimes when you write them down, it lets you see what's stressing you out or what's making you anxious or what's causing you nonstop thoughts from a different angle because it's almost like a book in a sense. You're reading the book about your feelings. And when you reread what you wrote, you kind of can see it from different angles, different perspectives. You can see it from a different light. You can see it from, I'm not just overthinking to, oh, okay, this is why I actually feel this way. And then this is what caused that feeling. And then this is actually what's making me anxious about all of this. And you're like, oh, wow, okay, let me problem solve or let me at least get down to the root of what's causing these feelings. And then something I also really love is that it helps you learn from the past. 
It was shown in a study by Harvard Business School, learning from experience is more effective when combined with reflection. One thing I really, really love is going back and reading through my old journal entries because one, it really shows me how much I've grown as a person. It has shown me where my life was and where it is now. Um, A lot of the times I when I read backwards, I'm like, wow, I'm actually doing the things I wrote that I said I wanted to do, or I'm actually showing up in the way that I wrote I said I wanted to show up. And reflection is good. We need a bit of reflection in our lives. Just in general, when you are not reflecting on who you were or what it is that you were doing, I don't like to live in the past, but I feel like reflection is good. And it was said by this study that reflecting on what has been learned makes the experience more productive. So when you can reflect on something, okay, I made a big mistake. This caused me a lot of anxiety. These were the consequences. This is how I move forward. Now you're in the stage of, okay, I've moved forward. I'm past it. I'm into another chapter of life, etc. And I'm like, oh, okay. I want to do I'm just scrolling through my old journals and you see that moment you're like wow 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 okay I see why I needed to go through this I see the lessons I needed to learn through this I see why this helped me be better this helped me work in excellence this helped push me forward but sometimes you have to reflect to really appreciate where you are now you don't really know the magnitude of growth until you reflect on who you were (laughs) um so when you have your past experiences written down and then you begin to go through something similar you can study how you dealt with it previously and decide how you're going to deal with it now so a good example would be relationships so For instance, I remember one time I was like an old, old journal and I was, I think it was a journal from like freshman year of college, senior year of high school, somewhere in between those years. And I remember I was writing about someone and I was like, oh my God, I would never do that again. I would never do that again. I wish I could go back and tell that version of me, do not do this. Do leave them alone. Leave this person, persons alone. Like they are horrendous for you. Like, please, they don't even like themselves. Like leave them alone, please. I want you to love yourself more. And I think my biggest reflection is definitely relationships. Like when I read back some of my journal entries about relationships I'm like oh my god I'm so embarrassed like I hope these never make the light of day (laughs) but it also is helpful because it's like the version of me now I would never deal with any of the things I was dealing with like I would never I would never even waste my time writing about it (laughs) at this moment because I wouldn't even be put in that situation so I think it's really really helpful when you are able to reread those experiences and you can decide how you're going to deal with it and let's say a cycle repeats I'm a strong believer in cycles repeating until you learn a lesson let's say a cycle repeats and you're like oh shit I went through this before and this is how I dealt with it let me not do that again let me learn my lesson from the last time and let me move forward because no ma'am no (laughs) ma'am 
And then something that this is also journaling has also been shown to do for a lot of people and hence why a lot of people like to journal before bed. I just like to go to sleep. I be tired. I just like going to sleep. It helps you sleep better. So it kind of, for those people who brains run constantly at night, it helps you kind of end that never running loop of Oh my God, what is going on? So when you're writing down, this helps empty the brain in a sense. Like you're kind of just like, I don't know, like you're just putting it all out there. You're just getting it all off your actual mental and onto paper. And it really helps you fall asleep better or in a better mood at least. Instead of keeping all of that negative emotion or all of that emotion from the day or just harboring all of that, it really helps you let it all out and really just write it down and put yourself in a peace of mind and put yourself um, in a better state. And something I want to note with journaling before bed is always make sure when you're writing before bed, you're writing positive thoughts. So if you have a lot of negatives going on for the day, when you go to write them in your journal, I want you to see the positive of that negative. So for instance, let me see, I'm trying to think of a good example. I'm a glass half full type of girl from the beginning. So it's hard for me to look at negatives as just negatives. So that's why I'm trying to figure out a good example of how to write a negative as a positive um, because my brain automatically goes to the positive. I really don't operate a negative. Sometimes I wish I should, but now I'm oversharing. But anyway, um, I think a good example would be, I don't know. I'm trying to think truthfully. Um, Let me see. Let me see. I will have to get back to you guys on that. But if you are half, if your glass half empty, take every half glass half half empty idea, emotion, action, thing that happened and flip it to a glass half full. Look at it in a more positive light. Okay. So another thing that journaling also does is it improves your mood. Oh my God. I cannot tell you how after how many times I've written and I just feel so much lighter. Like I feel so, so, so much lighter. Um, it's never, and it's obviously this has been said a thousand times, but it's never a good idea to keep your feelings bottled up. Please do not do that. Write down everything, write down what you're afraid of, write down what's making you sad, write down any emotion you need to release instead of keeping them. Emotions are not meant to be held. Emotions are meant to be released. They're supposed to be felt. They're supposed to be understood. And then they're supposed to be released. You know, we're not supposed to hold things in. And I think especially a lot of men, you guys have this, men have this idea or society has created this idea that men should not be emotional. And that is why you have a lot of angry and a lot of men who can't understand the concept of feelings and emotions because us as a society, we've been told, we've told them that, no, you hold that. You don't get to express that. You don't get to feel that. And I think even for women, we do a very good job at trying to keep it together for everyone, especially black women and women of color. Like we put our emotions on the back burner and we say, no, we're going to push through. No, 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 no. 
Stop it right now. Feel what you need to feel. Sit in what you need to feel. Do not get stuck there and then move forward. But you are allowed your emotions. You are allowed to feel what you feel. No one can take that from you. No one should be able to take that from you. And if no one understands what you're feeling right now, that's fine. But you need to be able to be a fully functioning human being. And that includes having a range of emotions, feeling those range of emotions and going through those range of emotions. So journaling can definitely help with that as it's a good way to help you release those emotions instead of helping keeping them in. So if you're not someone who wants to talk about your feelings all the time, this could be a good, good way to help you get your feelings out on paper and get them someplace else that's just not in you get them out of you essentially and it also allows you to get your thoughts out like I was just saying so just get them out that seem to those thoughts that just kind of spiral that seem to take over and like you can't stop thinking about them you're like trying to like handle no 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 just write them down just write them down you're not going to hurt anyone you're not going to you're not going to do anything so I think the next thing is, and it speaks to why I like to start my journals with three things that I'm grateful for. It improves your sense of gratitude. Um, I like to list three things. Some people will list five. I always like to list three. I really like to start with, I am grateful for fill in the blank. And gratitude is one thing that leads to abundance. You can't have abundance of things if you're not grateful for the things you currently have, because that's not how it works. (laughs) Um, But I like to start every journal with, I'm grateful for. And it could be anything, truthfully. Some days it's as minuscule as, I'm grateful for my dog. (laughs) or I'm grateful for sometimes it's as deep as I'm grateful for the people that support and shop blended or I am grateful for my parents or I am grateful for my mom or I'm grateful for my home it could even be something as simple as that just because you are in a good situation doesn't mean you can never not be grateful for the things that you don't really notice, you know, you could just be thankful for your car. Like a lot of people don't have cars. Like you could be thankful for anything. You could be thankful for the guy who gave you a pen on the subway. Like it could be anything. Just create gratitude. And then, okay, so that is the benefits of journaling, right? Okay, so now I want to go into the types of journaling. So we've covered the benefits of journaling. Now let's get into the types of journaling. Now, if you are a semi-avid journaler or you don't journal, this is also going to still be helpful for you. If you journal daily, just listen along. (laughs) Okay. So the three types of journaling you have are free writing, which is my journaling of choice. Essentially, it's where you just write. You don't have like anything guiding you. You don't have anything kind of leading you. You're just writing down your thoughts. And then you have a prompt, um, prompt journaling, which is basically you'll be given like a set of questions or a question to kind of develop and understand how you feel around that question. Um, It could be related to anything. It could be about childhood. It could be about relationships. It could be about um, 
sexual understandings. It could be about anything, sensuality. A really good guided journal prompt that I had was sensual self. Um, I really, really love that one. It was during a time where I was really kind of reconnecting with myself on a more intimate level, and it was such a good journal. Um, and it had prompts throughout. And then um, those are the main two. So then you also, well, I would say those are the main two, but then you also have journal prompts that are just a starting point. So they will give you like more of an open-ended answer um, and then you kind of just finish it. I feel like that and journal prompts kind of go to together. Um, but I feel like journal prompts that kind of get you started are more open ended prompts are more questions, free writing and just writing whatever you feel. Um, all three of them are ways to get started as a journaling entry point. Um, journal prompts can really help you find inspiration. So if you're not really good at kind of like finding what to write or you're just starting to journal, I would suggest finding a journal with journal prompts. They can also help you grow if you're looking to become a writer. Prompts are really, really good for people who are looking to become a writer. I enjoy writing in general. So it just free writing and prompts work for me. I just prefer to free write because there's a lot going on. <laughs> um, they can also help you organize your thoughts as well. Um, journal prompts. Um, and then they can also help you once again, improve your memory and recall. I actually forgot one guided. So you have guided journaling. So there was an app that I had and they would do like a lesson and then you'd get out your journal entry and they'd kind of guide you through what they wanted you to write about. I cannot remember the name of this app. It was black owned and it was bought. Um, I will put it in the show notes, but that's essentially what it was. It was more guided journaling, not just a prompt. They kind of guided you through what they wanted you to do. So some companies that I really, really like that can help you get started on any of these styles of journaling is I love Be Rooted. They are a black owned um, journal company. I believe they only have like plain journals like Basically, you can use them for free writing. You can write whatever you want. Um, I love them. I love the designs of the front of their covers. I think the one that I have right now, the front says, trust your journey. Um, and it's very fitting for me at this moment. Um, but Be Rooted is my favorite. One that I actually recently came across is called Inside Then Out. They are a self-care company as well. Um, and I really, 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 really like them a lot. Um, and then obviously we all know about the five-minute journal. Um, that's not enough for me. I think it's good for beginners. But me personally, as someone who's been journaling for probably over eight years, it's just not going to cut it for me. Um, so as you know, we end every episode with a self-care activity. So my self-care activity for you this week, if you are not an avid journaler or a someone who doesn't believe in the benefits of journaling, I want you to find a, a journaling, journaling style. I want you to listen through again, pick the style you feel might work best for you at this moment, and then invest in a journal. You can use Be Rooted, Inside Then Out, Five Minute Journal, or find one that works for you. But the goal this week is to find a journal. 
And that wraps today's soft light chat. I hope you enjoyed our chat on the benefits of journaling. You can find the entire show notes on blendedselfcare.com. Thank you so much again for listening. Make sure to share this episode with at least two of your soft life besties and connect with us on Instagram at soft life Sunday pod. If you're looking to catch up on past episodes, you can stream and download the soft life Sunday podcast on Apple and Spotify podcast. See you guys.